podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, this is Mike with the FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you, we bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. Uh, we uh, shoot straight, we, we don't BS anyone, and uh, here we go. Hey everyone, it's Mike with the FinFans Podcast. I'm here this evening with uh, Louis Rigoni. Hey Dolphins. And Jim Johnson. Hey everybody. And it's schedule release night. It's schedule release night. We have stayed up late. You know, uh, normally we're done recording by now, but uh, uh, we thought we'd go through the schedule and uh, give you our initial impressions and talk about it a little bit. Uh, they make it such a production, but, you know, it's just a football schedule. Now, we've got the first four games are at, at the Patriots and then Buffalo at home and then at Las Vegas and then the uh, Colts at home. Lewis. Yes. What are your impressions of those first four games? Huh. Well, I mean, it's interesting that we open up against two division rivals, right? I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's a carbon copy of last year. Yeah, what's the deal? Two years in a row, we open up uh, playing the Pats away. That's no fun. At home, yeah, but you know what? No snow, I'll take it, right? Win that game and get it over with. I mean, we're playing them in September, guys. The weather's going to be beautiful. I mean, how many years did we go up there where when it was cold and it was snowing? and Right, some and, snow plows went across the field. And we were scoring no points. Remember the fielder game, the, the Fiedler game? When we just couldn't score points, the defense kept us in it. The Marino yeah. game where they just absolutely, uh, supposedly they were stealing our, you know, all our, all yeah, our they play knew our calling. Plays, from, right. They knew every play that Marino was was running. And, um, you know, God, they were cheating as far back as then, Mike. How about well, that? Well, that's a huh? lot of bad memories real quick, Lewis. <laughs> it is. Well, you know, that that's my point. You know, we're playing them in September. I'll take it any day of the week over going up there in the snow because – those guys up there by gym love that shit. I mean, I you know, I don't know why, but they do. They love, you know, they love getting up there and and you know, being cold and throwing Taking their snowballs. shirts off and throwing right. snowballs. Yeah. Snow, mm-hmm. Snowballs at Brian Cox and some of the other guys. Anyway, long story short, uh, yeah, it sucks, but you know what? New England, they have a new a lot of new players there, right? I mean, so if we're going to catch them early, uh, that's the way to go, right? We don't want them getting into a mode to where they're gelling together. I mean, you can almost say that we're going to be far farther along, so to speak, than they are in regard to our defense and regard to the guys coming back and playing with each other for a full season. Uh, New England's going to have all different parts all over the place, especially on the offensive side. So we catch them first week of the season, maybe before they start gelling um, on both sides of the football, and I, I tend to like it. If we're going to play them away, then why not the first week of the season? They've got so many new pieces on that team that they're going to have a lot of puzzle pieces to get put together. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you about those new pieces. Sure. They spent a ton of money. I guess it was the most that had been spent up to this point in free agency. Mm-hmm. On offense, they signed tight ends uh, Janu Smith and Hunter Henry. Uh, that cost them $87.5 million. Right. Uh, they added offensive tackle Trent Brown and uh, Ted Karras. We all remember Ted. Right. They added a couple of receivers in uh, Nelson Aguilar and uh, Kendrick Bourne. Mm-hmm. 
On defense, they assigned linebacker Matthew Juden for four years, $56 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought Kyle Van Noy back and uh, Raekwon McMillan. <laughs> to yep. top it off, they signed Devon Godshow. Uh-huh. Uh, in addition, they signed defensive ends Henry Anderson and uh, Montravius Adams. And the secondary, they signed defensive back Jalen Mills. So they've really done a lot to reshape their defense and uh, add some uh, weapons to their offense. Now, they did lose uh, Joe Tooney. And uh, Patrick Chung retired. And so did Edelman. Yep. Which is, you know, to me, heart and soul of that team. You know, after Brady left, you know, he's another guy that's gone. You know, him, Gronkowski, Brady, all those type of guys are gone. Now, Mike, you know, you mentioned a lot of names there, right? And there are are a lot of familiar names, okay? Uh, But are they world beaters? Are they difference makers? I mean, born. And Aguilar, I mean, Aguilar had a very, very good year for the Raiders last year, and that was in a in a nice offense with Derek Carr throwing him the football, okay? So, you know, you're in a position now to where Cam Newton's your quarterback who, you know, I feel just had a horrible year throwing the football. I mean, he can still run with it, but he couldn't get the ball down the field. Now, you can blame that on the receiving core, but, I mean, are these guys really going to be – you know, those type of players. Well, we're going to find out in week one. Right. I mean, <laughs> listen, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier today in regard to the tight ends as well. I mean, yeah. Hunter Henry is a very solid football player as well as Juno Smith. But are they better than the guy we have here in Miami? I, I don't think so. I think Kaseki's you know, a little bit better than both of those guys. And they threw a ton of money at him. And, I, you know, I, I told you earlier, I'll say it again now, they don't, they still don't have a quarterback. Now, this rookie may wind up taking over the team at some point, but he's still a rookie. So, Mac Jones. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at what they did on defense. We know what Van Noy's all about, right? I mean, he's 33 years old now. Gotchow, we know what he is. Um, some of the other guys that you well, mentioned. They, they also drafted a uh, defensive tackle, Christian Barmore. Yes, Barmore, exactly. And he's he, I'm sure he's going to be a solid football player. But my point is this, is that they did throw a lot of money out there, right? But if you look at them and you really look at them and you study the signings, um, they did upgrade. There's no question about that. But you know, Bourne and Aguilar are not going to be, you know, they're not, they're not Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins. You know, they're uh, the guy that we got Fuller is, is a much better receiver, receiver than both of those guys. So with all that being said, they did do a lot, but the question is, is how much better are they going to be with all those signings? A ton of money thrown well, they, out there. They but, made so many changes, Lewis. It's it, impossible it, to say, you know, how does the team gel together? It yeah. is. Yeah, go ahead, Jim. They did lose Jason McCourty to us as well, yep. who's been a key component in that secondary. And, uh, you know, they did draft another DE, uh, yeah, Ronnie how old Perkins. Is he how old is McCourty now? 101? Uh, yeah, I think he's 100. And f- no, he's not quite 100. I think he's like 98. But yeah, he's getting the, up there. You know, the thing is, though, this team has been built, you know, the it, it's been basically built for, for a long time. They're using the same core players all the time. And now they've got what? 10 or 12 new people coming in and you've got, uh, you know, a, a quarterback that doesn't know if he's got a place in the NFL anymore. And a, and a guy you drafted at 15, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how all these pieces fit because 
well, you know, the Patriots haven't plugged in a lot of new players in in a long time. So it's. it's I think if you're Belichick, Jim, you're 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 looking to improve the offense. Now the question is, did they do that? And I think they did. I honestly do. Uh, I don't think they're going to be world beaters, but I think they've improved the offense. They were not a very good offensive team last year, and and neither was Newton. No. So maybe with the additional people that they brought in, Newton will have a better season. We'll have to see. If not, he's going to have the kid, you know, probably breathing down his throat. So the question is, you know, does, does the rookie beat him out in camp? You know, right. is that the guy we're going to see week one, or is it going to be Newton? Right. I mean, I I would assume it's going to be Newton. And as you mentioned, Mike, they they did pick up guys, but they're not like the over the top free agent signings. Right. It's not a Randy not, Moss not that they tier, have there. Right. They're not top tier. They're, free they're like a second tier. Like Ag, if we would have signed Aguilar, I would have been happy with it to some extent. Bourne is an okay receiver. I mean, he's been around for a few years now. Now, now, what they do with the tight ends remains to be seen. I mean, they've got two very solid tight ends there. But again, you know, it's not Travis Kelsey that they signed right. over there. You know, so... The bottom line is is that a lot of money got thrown out. It's not their philosophy, as Jim mentioned. It hasn't been. And it is going to be very, very interesting to see how this all comes together. But in the end, the bottom line is is that you got a quarterback there that just hasn't had a good season in years. And uh, as of right now, he's the starter. So that's where it's going to begin and uh, probably where it's going to end for them. So we've spent enough time on them. We got a lot more games to talk about, right? Yeah. The only thing I want to add is they they did draft a couple of other players: uh, Ronnie Perkins at defensive end and running back uh, Ramondre Stevenson. And mm-hmm. uh, he's a big back. He's five eleven, two twenty seven, and uh, I think he'll give them a little bit of a power uh, run that that maybe uh, the they other didn't kid have they drafted Michelle. You know, wasn't giving them exactly. James White is more of the receiver. Yep. Bottom line is, yeah, I mean, they'll be improved, but how much are they going to be improved? I don't know. I mean, well, they were seven and nine last year. We don't want them getting too too improved. Yeah, I mean, right? <laughs> listen, we've seen this before. I mean, you got a bunch of veteran guys, right? I yeah. mean, they're they're on the tail end of their careers. Some of these guys are on their second contracts, but you know, youth is the key here. I mean, you know, you, I agree with you. You know, you, you you can have all these veteran guys, but you know what? They don't have that hunger. They just don't. I mean, I've seen it. I know you guys have seen it. There's guys that are just football players go out there, but, you know, eventually it t- a guy like Van Noy, for example, even our center that they sent, that you know, he was average for us all last year. So that's what New England got. They signed an, an average center. I mean, he was what, Mike, more so in the second you know, the second half of uh, where they graded out in regard to centers. Right. But they, have, more they, so have, than in the, they first. have the center that was in front of them and started for them last year. Andrews, I believe his name is. Andrew, right. Yeah, so Andrew. where is Karras going to play? Didn't they I, sign? I, I, yeah, they've got them both. Yeah, huh, that's interesting. Well, we'll see what happens. So then, then we uh, play the Bills. And, uh, you know, <laughs> They embarrassed us last year a little bit in the first game, uh, you know, and and they've made some improvements. Mm -hmm. They brought in Mitchell Trubisky to back up uh, the quarterback. They brought in Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, They brought in Matt Breida. It'd be interesting to see what they get out of him in their offense. Right. Uh, They brought in cornerback Levi Wallace. They brought in Isaiah McKenzie, wide receiver. They brought in linebacker Matt Milano. They re-signed him, actually. Right, uh, which was tackle. key for them. Yes. That, that was an yes. important resign. 
The offensive tackle, Darrell Williams, John Feliciano, keeping their offensive line together. They are one of the best pass-blocking units in the league. They're not a real strong run-blocking offensive line, but they do protect the quarterback well. Right. And uh, they signed our punter, Matt Hack. Mm-hmm. Uh, wide receiver Brandon Powell. He's he's a return specialist. We'll see, you know, if he ends up with any significant playing time. And then the rest of the guys they on free agency they signed are pretty much depth players. Uh, in the draft, they got the kid that played opposite our defensive end and uh, Gregory Rousseau from the Hurricanes. They signed uh, Carlos Basham Jr. defensive end. So obviously they're concerned about their pass rush because that's one of the big weaknesses on their team. And uh, they signed a couple of offensive tackles after that. So they didn't make any big splash signings unless you consider Emmanuel Sanders a splash signing. I don't, uh, you know, so, I mean, do you see anything there that scares you? I, I think they were pretty content with the team they have. And rightfully so, right? They were in the yep. championship game. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders is going to replace John Brown, who right. m- missed eight games last year, and they didn't miss a beat. I mean, they're very deep at receiver. The kid that they drafted um, last year uh, played exceptional for them. Uh, Gabriel Davis, I believe his name is, and Cole Beasley, Diggs. They don't have to run the football when they do. Both of those running backs average about four and a half yards a carry, but they don't need to run the football. You know, they just go out with the philosophy that they're going to throw, and that's how we're going to beat you. And they added some pieces on defense, which they felt, as you just mentioned, they needed. And uh, they're going to have a little bit better pass rush, you would think, this year. And um, they're going to be they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough. It sucks that they're our home home opener. You know, because that's going to be a tough game to win. Well, don't you really want to go to New England and and beat the pants off of them, and then come home and and find a way to beat Buffalo? Wouldn't that wouldn't that really start the season off the way you want to start it off? <laughs> well, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, no, and in a perfect th- world, yes, of yeah. course. You know, but yeah. uh, we've we've beaten some top teams in that Miami Heat down there before, so let's not yeah. rule. Let's not let's not put it in the loss column just yet. Not yet, but you know, I mean, look, the the Bills are going to be favored. There's no doubt about that. We all know that. Oh, in third week we, we go <laughs> out to we go out to Las Vegas. Yep, the Raiders won't have Fitzpatrick to pull it out. No. We won't have Fitzpatrick. No. I mean, this team they signed a ton of guys as well on the defensive side. Um, they're trying to improve how much they're going to how much they're going to improve. Who knows? I mean, they signed a bunch of players. They're going to throw them up against the wall. Their defense was absolutely horrendous last year, so they had to do something, right? On the offensive side, they picked up the guy we just mentioned from Buffalo, John Brown. They did lose Aguilar, who was one of their better receivers last year. So I don't know if that's much of an improvement. They also picked up Willie Sneed, who used to play for the Saints and the Ravens. Um, he's more of a depth guy. That's what he's going to be. And our, our old boy, Kenyon Drake, is now with the Raiders to back up Josh Jacobs. So, I mean, that's a nice one-two punch there for the Raiders. You know, Drake's, I'm sure, going to dispel him from time to time. So their offense is going to be sound. I mean, they were last year. It's just a matter of how good this defense plays. You know, I think it's a very winnable game. You know, obviously, we got to go out there and we got to play a little bit better than what we did uh, in December of last year, uh, you know, so, I mean, but this is a very winnable game on our schedule and I'd like it, you know, early on in the season. 
I wonder if they're looking at the schedule and saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And we have the Colts at home after that. They're, that's going to be interesting. Go ahead, Jim. I'll the, the Colts' biggest issue is, you know, they don't have Phillip Rivers. Uh, he retired, and now you've got Carson Wentz. And then he hasn't played a full season. He hasn't had a great season. He's up and down. You know, I look at that game and and I look at the Colts were a pretty solid football team last year with Rivers and they could run the ball and they played solid defense, you know, defense. Uh and they did draft a defensive end, Quiddy Pay, who I was hopeful we were going to end up with, but the big question with them is is the quarterback situation and I I'm not, you know, we're playing them at home. You know, I'm not scared. I mean, they're a solid football team, but uh, you know, Again, if Wentz is their their leader, uh, I'm not that concerned about it. If you if you get my drift, well, this is a game you got to win. Oh yeah, oh. you you have to. Absolutely, a home game. I mm-hmm. mean, you absolutely have to. There, you know, the Colts are a very very strange team, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you look at them; they made the playoffs last year, and Phillips right. was average, right? He didn't have a monster year for them, right? Uh, they were winning football games because they were able to run the football. They have a group of dynamic running backs, including the kid they drafted last year, Taylor. Um, And their defense is extremely sound. They play sound football. And they win football. They put W's on the board when the game's over. That's all that matters, right? So um, you lost Phillip Rivers and you picked up Wentz. Maybe Wentz needed to get out of Philly and all the pressure that comes with playing uh, for that city. Um, I don't think Wentz is a horrible quarterback. Jim, I think that under the right coaching, I think he can play. I mean, he's got all the ability. He, he does a lot of stupid things, or he has done up in Philly. But, um, you know, with the right coaching there, um, he, he could do a decent job for him. So this is really going to be an interesting game because I don't know where this team is at. I don't even know, you know, their identity is just so hard to figure out is what I'm getting at. You know, they're a weird team to figure out, but – they put w on, W's on the board, and that's all that matters. But this is a game we absolutely have to win if we're planning on going to the playoffs. I mean, yeah, yeah these first four games, you know, when you put them together, they're tough. I mean, yeah. at New England, Buffalo at home, at the Raiders, and the Colts at home. You know, those yep. are four tough games. And then, you know, to start the next quarter of the season, you, you go to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, Tampa Bay with the – same group of players coming back, only a year older. Brady's a year older. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so is everybody else on that team. But, uh, boy, they put it together at the end of last year through the playoffs. I mean, their defense was just lights out. I mean, everybody talks about Brady this and Brady that. But, my goodness, what they did to Green Bay and the Saints and, and uh-huh. just shutting down those offenses – I mean, that's a concern for us. I mean, you know, if you you look at this game, right, and you're looking at their defense and how they played, and if they're on that same level, uh, it's going to be a problem for us. I mean, this is going to be a really, really tough game to win. You know, we got to hope that our offense grows up really quick. I mean, you know, in those that first quarter of the season because uh, they're going to be playing a pretty solid defense when they go up to Tampa. Yeah, well – well, they're the Super Bowl champions, and how often does any NFL team retain the you know the starting twenty-two players? You know the eleven on offense and eleven on defense. They kept the whole team together. 
Crazy. That's, you know, that's just unheard of. That's so, good management. <laughs> yeah, it, it certainly is. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, we're not, we're going to have to to climb the ladder significantly from where we were at last year. And, you know, they're going to have to kind of maybe look past us a little bit. Uh, you know, it's it's not going to be a gimme. And you said they're going to give us trouble. They're going to give the all of the NFL trouble this year. I mean, uh, they got a lot of pieces going there, and they're going to be the team to beat, no question. Well, they, after we get beaten up by Tampa Bay, we, we whoa, go whoa, to London. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hold on a second, Mike. I had something to add there before you move on. Now, in regard to their offense matching up against our defense, I think we can play with them on that side of the football. I really do. Because Brady's not, you know, he's going to be where he is. And our corners matched up against their receivers. We can match up against them in that aspect. Mm -hmm. So I think that on that side of the football, in regard to our defense, uh, we, we can play with them. You know, it's just a matter of what our offense does in that game. So, okay, go ahead. On, on, on to the next team, Mike. Jacksonville and London. God, I hate freaking London games. <laughs> I think everybody I mean, hates Jesus it. Jesus criminy. Wow. Except for the fans in London. They like yeah, it. Yeah, I was well, going to say. Well, who gives a shit about them, Mike? In all <laughs> honesty, who cares? Oh, come on now. We don't care. They they can watch us on TV. What are, so you know, can you. In fact, I you mean, will be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen. Listen, I, I, this, this, this game is about 20 minutes from my house. You know, I would love to see them stay here in Jacksonville. There you go. Right. Yeah. And, and if it was a home game. Well, what what was it? It was an away game. It was an away game. They, it would have been here in Jacksonville. Yeah, we would have all been there. London. We probably uh -huh. Kirk would have came up. I would have probably came up. It would have been a fun time. Instead, they 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 have us flying halfway across the world, and those games are so. I mean, they're, usually they're really bad. I mean, you know, the players are just to me. They just don't play up to par ever. And, um, you know, you're playing the Jaguars, and I hate these type of games because even when the team's on a, on a nice roll, you just don't know what you're going to get when they're going over there, you know? You don't know how many pubs they were hanging out in the night before. Well, I will knows? tell you, that, you know, on, on our list of must-win games, this is another one. Oh, it has to be, without a doubt. I mean, but... You know, do you guys feel the same way about these overseas games? I, I yes. hate them. I really yes. yeah, do. Yeah, I... I, I'm not a I mean I get it and why they do it and all but the games aren't normally quality NFL play you know there's there's usually something amiss about one team or the other way they're playing and it's it's not you don't usually end up with the same results that anybody expected so it's yeah. uh it's it's kind of a downer for me seems like they it's like almost like an exhibition game and on top of that, on a Sunday morning, I got to get up at nine o'clock. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah, I mean seriously, to watch a football game. I mean that's ridiculous. You'll be up. Yeah, I have no doubt well, you'll be up. Of course, I'm going to be up. But do I want to be up at nine in the morning watching football? Hell no. Puts me in a bad mood the rest of the day. All right. I can't imagine you in a bad mood. Now listen. Um, after we get done in London, we get just a few days to prepare for the Falcons. But at least it's home. At least it's home. Now, the team did have a choice. They could have taken their bye week that week, or they could have chosen, which they obviously did, to take it later in the season, and that's when they got it. Right. So it, they don't mind They don't mind the short week, and that's what they're getting. So they'll, they'll play the Falcons at home. Who wants to tell me something about Atlanta? 
Well, uh, the Falcons, uh, they got the, the guy that uh, most all the Dolphin fans wanted in Kyle Pitts, the the tight end slash wide receiver. Right. Uh, so, you know, that's the big the big draft pick. Uh, Good they thing also, we drafted a safety to cover him. Uh, exactly. And they, they drafted a safety themselves, Richie Grant. Uh you know, our defense should match up very well against this this offense, though. I mean, you look at our corners. We added a safety. Uh, you know, our secondary is is very good. And we should be able to create turnovers enough. So, I, again, when we were talking about these must-win games, I mean, you're going to have to beat these Falcons. Yeah. Absolutely. Again, you know, it's it's another home game. Right. That That's if you're going to be a playoff team, you have to win these football games. I mean, you look at their running game; uh, they have a lot of really good receivers. I mean, Ridley uh-huh. and um, Julio, and mm. now the tight end you have to contend with. I mean, this, yep. that, that that's going to be a tough offense. Um, but their running game is not there. I mean, they did sign Mike Davis. Uh, they got him from Carolina, and he did very well filling in for McCaffrey last year. He's a nice, solid running back. They signed Mac a center to help their offensive line, and, and they signed quite a few guys on the defensive side, a bunch of linebackers and whatnot. But uh, this Falcon teams, you know, they're, they're, they can be scary. They're always in games. They seem to lose games in the fourth quarter, but they're always right there. So, again, it's going to be a situation where we're going to have to score some points against this team because as good as our defense is, their offense is, is decent, and they'll score a few points on us. There's no question. Well, the Falcons seem to come up with new ways to lose games as well. And yes. they've got all of these quality pieces. You know, Matt Ryan can throw the throw the rock around. They've got these wide receivers, but they just can't seem to put solid drives together and then make a stop on defense when needed. You know, it's it's just uh big turnovers late yeah, in games. Yeah, I mean, yes. it's mistakes, bad penalties, you know, just just stuff that's ugly. Well, and uh, I think we match up well with their offense. Yeah, we will. We match up, Mike. Let me tell you something. We match up with any offense in the league right now. That's that's the way I feel. I mean, you know, we we did a very good job against Kansas City. Our offense was inept for pretty much the first part of that game, and but otherwise, we were doing a great job against uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs for a while there. I mean, a punt return kind of changed the game around a little bit. You know, we gave up a long touchdown when yep. one of our safeties was hurt and yep. off the field. But I'll tell you, we played with them. And, um, you know, our, our defense is going to be improved, I believe, from last year to this year, even more so with our first round draft pick. Um, so we're going to match up against most of the most of the teams in the NFL as far as I'm concerned, on that side of the football. Well, good, because we're going to Buffalo the following week. <laughs> <sighs> wow, we get rid of hey, Buffalo very yeah, early in the year. Yeah, That's kind of nice, we right? I was, I was looking Shit. at this, and the best part of this was is we don't have to go to Buffalo at the end of the season when it's just, uh, I have too many bad memories from those games. Yeah, I mean, we, we're fortunate. It's unlikely we're going to have any snow games this year. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe, maybe in Tennessee. Maybe. maybe. That's about it. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. I mean, let me tell you something. They gave us a schedule that's very favorable. I mean, you look at – I mean, God, we're playing the Patriots and Buffalo on the road before November. I mean, that's incredible. 
That's fantastic. That's very, very good news for us. So. Uh-huh. Anyway. Well, we ha- we have like the fifth easiest schedule. Uh, I don't know if you go by that stuff, but it's interesting. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. After Buffalo, we play the Texans, and that's they're a big reason why our schedule is considered so easy. <laughs> uh-huh. The Texans, yeah, they got all kinds of issues there. I mean, this is a must win. And again, another home game, right? I yep. mean, you look at this schedule, and um, you know these home games are all very, very winnable games, absolute necessities. And I, I can't see the Texans. I mean, we—I don't know if we even have to spend an awful lot of time on that team. No, they're, no, they're in disarray. Uh, they've yeah. lost. We don't. We don't even know who's going to be quarterbacking for them at this point. Um, and if he is quarterbacking, how? You know how much of an effort is he going to put into that with all the the turmoil that's involved and everything yeah. that he's mixed up in? They're they're like the dumpster fire of the NFL right now, uh, you know. And they they'd had no first or no second round picks because of the Laramie right, Laramie Tunzel because we had their picks, and then their first pick in the third round they they picked a, a quarterback. So that tells you the kind of situation they're in. That their first opportunity they they went and tried to find a quarterback they're covering their ass. I don't yeah, well them. that that's that's writing on the wall. So yep. that tells you kind of how desperate they are at this point so yeah they're us a couple of years ago and then some oh right? yeah much worse i mean right yeah we were pretty bad jim if you remember uh i mean you know a couple of years ago well we, but we're not, going into the season um not, not at ahead. the not at the organizational level though you no, know i mean no. we i mean they're they're a mess right now they don't know what side what side's up right now absolutely yeah they're 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 us and then some yeah without mm-hmm. a doubt they are. They're that they're in bad shape. All right. All right. So the next next up we have the Ravens on uh, uh-huh. Thursday night football. Oh boy. Thursday nights. That's at home. Should be fun. That's it. Should That's be, it. especially if I'm there. Which it might I be hope fun to even be. if you're not there. Nah, it won't be as fun. Not for the people around around. <laughs> gonna be throwing not, peanuts. Be around me. I was gonna say not for the people you're spilling the beer on, or what? Uh-huh. No, the Raven fans wouldn't be happy because I sneak bags of peanuts in. I mean, big bags, and I just pelt them with them the whole game. You know, anybody who's sitting in front of us that's gonna have purple on, it can expect to get hit with peanuts the whole game. Oh man! Until I get busted by security, you know. And then they, yeah, and then they tell me to stop. Let's talk about the Ravens ahead, instead Mike. of peanuts. All right, the Ravens. Yeah, tough game. Tough game. I mean, they, they're yeah. They're, yeah well, their biggest acquisition was uh, Sammy Watkins. So that's another weapon, you know that the that the Ravens need. But the thing is, we have never in recent history put up a good effort against the Ravens. Every time I see the Ravens on our schedule, I kind of, I kind of cringe. I just, it's just yeah. like, is it These over not yet? the same dolphins, are they? No, we got to hope not. But again, uh, this Harbaugh team is just giving us fits no matter who it is or, or no what the situation is. So yeah, you got to, we got to put nine guys in the box and have our corners play their receivers man-to-man and call it a day. I mean, you can't have this kid running all over you. You just got to take his lanes away, and you can beat them on that side of the football. You know, they can they can run the football a little bit. They've got some decent running backs there. The kid they mm-hmm. drafted, Dobbins, is pretty solid. But And, of course, the, the quarterback is just incredible running the football. But, boy, I'll tell you what, you know, you, you take those lanes away from him, and um, they struggle. 
Yeah, he so, becomes pretty ordinary. It, yeah. It, beyond ordinary, Mike, he, he becomes a below-average quarterback, I mean, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. He reminds me of Cam Newton a little bit. Once you get him frustrated, he the wheels come off the bus with this passing game. And uh, you know, I mean, they did they did get a Kevin Zietler in there and a De Derek Wolf got a wide receiver they drafted and the uh, Rashad Bateman. So they do have more weapons, yes. but you know, it's it's all on that quarterback play. And and if uh, we can come up with a solid game plan to get finally uh, get a win against the Ravens. Well, it's week ten. They'll have enough film on what they're doing, and, and I, I pretty sure they'll be they'll be prepared for whatever the Ravens are going to offer them. You know. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. yep. So the next week, we play the uh, stinking New York Jets in New York. All right. Or New Jersey, wherever it is that they play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only the Jets, right? Yeah. yeah. So. They they did a little work on uh, in in free agency. They brought in uh, Corey Levin to play center. They bought brought in uh, Dan Feeney uh, center. They brought in uh, tight end Tyler Croft. Wait, hold on, hold on, Mike. They brought yep. in two centers. Yep. Is that what you just said? Yep. Now, who the hell does that? I don't know. Maybe one's a long snapper. I don't know. <laughs> okay, go ahead. They brought in wide receiver Keelan Cole. They brought in wide receiver Corey Davis. Yep. Uh, they brought in a guard Dan Feeney. <laughs> Looks like they're trying to rebuild their defensive line. They brought in defensive end Vinnie Curry. They brought in Sheldon Rankins, defensive tackle. Uh, they also brought in defensive end Carl Lawson. They brought in a linebacker. This is an interesting player. It's Jared Davis, and he's uh, a kid that blitzes really, really well. Very successful when he blitzes, but he's not a very good linebacker aside from that. So it'll be interesting to see how they use him. Delshawn Phillips is another linebacker they brought in. They brought in a couple of defensive backs, uh, LaMarcus Joyner and uh, Justy Pardee. Now, in the draft, uh, they, they drafted quarterback Zach Wilson. Uh, they drafted uh, Elijah Vera Tucker. They drafted wide receiver Elijah Moore and running back Michael Carter. And I, I think that's a great four picks. Th those guys are going to help them, I believe. The rest of their draft was pretty much focused on the defensive side of the ball. People they've lost was uh, obviously Sam Darnold. He'll be uh, in Carolina. Uh, they lost Bouchard Perryman. They lost linebacker uh, Jordan Jenkins. Lewis? Yes. What do you think of that roster? I don't think much of it. How's that? They have a, um, a young quarterback. Yeah. Their offense, they did, some, they did some work to it. I mean, Corey Davis, to me, was an underachiever in Tennessee. Uh, he's number one draft pick, and he was average there. Um, right. you know, so I don't think he's going to be that much better. He's not a difference maker as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the guy that they lost at receiver, I think, uh, may have been just as good, if not better. So, um, they did draft a receiver. They did draft a running back. Um, so they will have a few positions that'll be upgraded. There's no question about it, but they still have a ton of holes and um, they are the Jets, right? On top well, of that. I don't know. I'm a little worried about their offensive line. They have a good offensive line. Well, that they, they will. <laughs> that they will have is a good offensive line. But, um, you know, hey, you know, they drafted, they drafted a, uh, a lineman, right? We yep, drafted yep. a defensive end. Right. So mm -hmm. we've, our defensive end has got to outdo their, their last two picks. 
whoever's going to be going up against him. I mean, that's the bottom line. Um, but you know, you you're going to be going against a rookie quarterback and yeah, he's going to have, you know, a bunch of games under his belt at that point. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we can't have a rookie quarterback beating him. We have to sweep the jets again. You know, this is a yeah. situation where we got to win both those games totally agree. to make the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Zach Wilson remains to be seen how he's going to develop in the NFL. Right. Uh, just just moving on from Adam Gase is going to make the Jets better, in my opinion. Well, that's uh, true, too. Absolutely. It, yeah. You know, Vera Tucker is an offensive lineman that I was I was high on. He's a he's a great tackle. Yeah. Uh, and the wide receiver, Elijah Moore. Is Those a guard. Are, yeah. Jim. Oh, I'm guard. sorry. Yeah. A guard. Uh but these players, I mean, that's the way you go about it if you're trying to make your offense anew. And, uh, you know, if they've got the right coach and, and game plan, then they could they could start improving pretty quickly. But like you said, we simply have to sweep the Jets because the other competition is uh, pretty stiff. The next game is Carolina at home. The Panthers. With Another the- game you got to win, right? Uh, basically. Absolutely. I mean, another favorable game at home. I mean, you know, you've got Sam Darnold. We've had a lot of success against him. Uh, he's going to be running Carolina's offense. McCaffrey coming off of an injury riddled season last year. The guy's absolutely dynamic, but you know, they, their offense is, you know, past McCaffrey. There's a lot of big question marks, including Darnold, the quarterback. Um, you know, your defense wasn't very good last year either. So this is a game you absolutely have to win. This team has not done an awful lot either, you know, through free agency. No. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be a team that we absolutely have to. It, it is another must-win game. Absolutely. You, you keep saying that. They, yep. they are. They just are. I mean, you can't yeah. lose to teams like Carolina and expect to meet the play, make the playoffs. There's no you're way. You're probably going to say it again because the next week you're at home against the Giants. That's it. Well, yeah, that team is a little bit scary. Um, you know, if Barkley comes back and he's healthy, uh, the Giants can be tough. Um, you know, they signed John Ross, they signed Galladay, and they already had a couple of decent receivers up there in Shepard, and I uh, can't think of the other kid's name, but they've got some really solid receivers now. I mean, John Ross is a guy that, you know, he he can be a playmaker for you. Um Devontae Booker, the running back that they picked up, is an extremely solid complement to Barkley. So they they also signed Kyle Rudolph, uh, the you know the Viking tight end, who's probably about 35, 40 years old. Uh, yeah, but you know what? I mean, sometimes these tight ends, you know, they they're still productive late in their career. I mean, we saw Gronkowski come back and do it for New England last year. So the bottom line is is that this team. Is a little bit scary on that side of the football. I think that Daniel Jones going into his third year, he'll be a pretty solid quarterback. Um, and he's got some players around them now and some depth that's at the wide receiver position. So with all that being said, this game's a little bit scary for me. You know, I don't know what their defense is all about. I don't know how they attack the defensive side. I didn't get a chance to look at it. But the bottom line is is that their offense has got a lot of nice pieces to it. And um, it'll. It, this is going to be an interesting game. Well, the next week we have a bye. That's our, our week 14 bye. And then, all right, week 15, uh, we uh-huh. come home for the New York Jets. Jets again, twice in a month, right? Yep. That's it. Go ahead, Jim. Then, then, well, we already spoke about the Jets, right? 
That's it. We got to win. Yeah, but now we're home. So oh, maybe, I see. Okay. maybe it's a little different. They're coming here, you know, in, in early, well, it's mid-December. It'll probably be 80 yeah. instead of 90 degrees. Yeah. yeah so we, we should be able to, you know, wear them out. No question about it. Well, then we, then we play on a Monday night the following week in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. A Monday night game. No Drew Brees, right? But you still right. got you still got Kamara, you still got Thomas, who you know argue, arguably can be you know you can make a point to where they're the best running back and the best wide receiver in football, right? You can argue that point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you got Winston at quarterback, who's you know you just don't know. I mean, honestly, you look at Winston and what do you say about him, right? I mean, what do, what are your opinions on that guy? Inconsistent. Meh. Meh. What's that? He's inconsistent. Well, no. What did Jim, what was Jim doing? I Making just said, bird noises again? No, just meh. You know, like he has a good game, he has a bad game. Like Mike said, inconsistent, and and you know, it's just you don't know how to feel about him. You know, yeah. can he, he can play well one game and look terrible the next. So, but I, even in the same game, Jim, he can. Look, oh yeah, oh yeah. Th- there's he, games where he looks phenomenal for a while, and then he just implodes. You know, right? it, it, it just. He's just a strange guy, and I don't know if they're going to be able to, you know, like just put that together for him to make him the quarterback that I think he can be. I mean, if anybody can do it, I would think it'd be Sean Payton, right? I think, you know, he'll he'll get him to that point to mold him into what he really should be because he's got a lot of talent. You know, and they've got a lot of talent around him. Their defense is – is pretty solid too. I mean, this is going to be a real tough game for us to win. It really is. This late in the year and uh, going over to New Orleans on a Monday night, going to be a tough one. That crowd is going to be raising hell. That's yep. for sure. And the next week in Tennessee, you'll probably have another crowd that's raising hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's, that's going to be a big test for our defensive line with. Uh, Henry pounding the rock through the middle. Uh, you know, I, I don't particularly like this matchup from the running game aspect. You know, our secondary, again, should be able to shut Tannehill down. I don't see him taking over a game. I You know, not against our secondary. Uh, he hasn't been able to do it, uh, even with a with a running game like, uh, like they've had the last several years. So this is a game that it's not going to be a gimme. We're going to have to control that running game. But, uh, you know, this is a game I think we should be able to win. Yeah, I mean, you look at them on the offensive side. They lost Corey Davis. They lost uh-huh. Juno Smith. I don't know what they did to replace him. I know they did sign... Uh, Josh Reynolds, who was basically the fourth receiver for the Rams the last few years. And he's a solid player, but, you know, he's nothing special. On defense, they signed they signed uh, Bud Dupree away right. from the Steelers. Uh-huh. So that'll help them. And they, they signed Jenkins, the cornerback, who's bounced around. It seems like he's on a different team every year. But they lost a ton of guys. You know, Clowney, they lost Desmond King. Um, they lost players. Um, this game boils down to how we control their running game, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You control it. I'm not worried about Tannehill. He is going to have something to prove against us. You know that. I mean, we haven't. You know, we. I don't think we've played him yet. Has he? Well, Since- let, let him prove he can pick up a blitz because we're going to send a few at him. That's Absolutely, it. but but 
we have not played against Tennessee since he's left. So he's going to have something to prove in that game. There's no question about it. He's going to come out and just be jacked up. And, you know, it's up to our defense to come out and and smack him down a few times because we know what happens when you do that. You know, he's a tough kid, but, you know, his brain – tends to go in a million different directions once he gets rattled a little bit. You know, he'll he'll cough the ball up, as we all know. And week 18 is the New England Patriots at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very nice. They come here. Yeah. Um, so that's how we close the season. Yeah, you look at our home schedule, right, guys? And, and what do you think? What's our record as you look at the home schedule? Just the home games. I <laughs> You better win six of them. Yeah. Yeah. You better win six of them is right. You got to go at least six and two, right? I mean, it's a fairly weak home schedule outside of the division games. There isn't a lot that scares you. I mean. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, you know, the the Giants and the Falcons and the Ravens, obviously. I mean, the Colts is probably a 50-50 game. Um, Atlanta and the Texans, I think you should beat. Carolina, I think you should beat. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it. There's not like I said. There's not much there that scares you. The Giants is probably a fifty-fifty game. So you know, I would say you need to win six of those. Yep, six and two, and then uh, yeah. let's go to the road schedule. And what do you what do you think on that? Looking so at the road, a little schedule. tougher. Yeah, yeah. the road schedule tough. is a bit tougher. Yep. Well, look, you you go to New England, then you go to Vegas, so you got to split those. Uh, you go to Tampa Bay and then uh, London. You got to split those. Uh, you go to Buffalo and uh, the Jets. I think you really ideally like to sweep those, but you're probably going to split them. Mm-hmm. And no. the last two, last two is the Saints in Tennessee. And again, you want to split them. Yep, you have to. You got to. You got to go at least four and four on the yep. road yep. if you're going to make. And that that puts us at what? That puts us at 10 wins. 10 wins, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, not Which, great, right? Well, look, it, it's it's a little tougher road schedule than we've had, you know. Uh, the, the home schedule is maybe a little easier than we've had. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see how they do. I mean, I, I see them about the same as last year, record-wise. Yeah, to me, um, you know, as you look at the schedule and you look at last year's schedule, um, to me, it seemed like last year's schedule was a harder schedule as a whole. Yeah, that, as that, a whole. As a whole, I think that, you know, that, that our schedule was tougher last year. And, um, you know, we got to a nice wind plateau last season. You know, you got to assume that two is going to be improved. Um, the offense. Why, why do you have to assume that? Maybe you well, won't be. <laughs> you know, you you have to you have to hope. How's you hope that? you hope that he begins to look improved. Yes. Right. Now, whether or not that's going to happen week two in Buffalo, or it's going to be a gradual improvement as the season goes along, we'll have to see. Well, that's that that's that goes without saying, Mike. He has to gradually improve. I don't think he's going to come out and be the same same quarterback early in the season as he's going to be late in the season. Right. You know, um, but you know, it all of this, and I hate to say this, and I hate to put this pressure on him, but you know, a lot of these games, as I'm looking at them. Uh, you know, the offense is going to determine a lot of these. Our offensive side of the football, because. You know, going in the next season, I think our defense is going to be sound. I think they're going to do their part in this. It's it's just a matter of what our offense does. And they're going to decide a lot of these games as I look at each one, a lot of them. 
a lot of them. You know, well, I mean, hopefully our defense decides a lot of these games. Well, listen, you know, our defense did decide a lot of games last year, Mike, but you know what? I mean, there comes a point well, where... Well, my point is I think we improved the defense. So if you can get the defense to play a notch above the way they did last year, mm-hmm. then you're putting less pressure on Tua and the offense to have to match teams like Buffalo because you're going to keep them low scoring. Yeah, I mean, you can listen. We can't, we can't match Buffalo, right? I mean, it, whoever thinks that we're going to be able to match Buffalo and beat them that way has lost their minds. I had an argument with my son about that this week. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, we're a couple of years behind them. No, agreed. But I, what I'm saying is, it gives developed. you a chance. Now we lost by what 10, 11 points when we played them last year in the first game, right? Right, right. So maybe you're you're keeping it to a three point game, a four point game, and and you know anything can happen when you're that close. Absolutely, you've got to you've got to beat them uh, the way you beat football teams, the way Tampa beat Kansas City. You've got to beat them playing great defense, keeping them off the field yep. with your offense. You know, we talked about this a little bit this week mm-hmm. too, Mike, in regard to the fact that. Keeping their offense off the field is the best way to play defense against them, number one. Then when they get on the field, you know, your defense is fresh. They go out there, they make a couple stops, you're in the football game. Yep. Um, Everybody's jacked up and life is good. Absolutely. You go tit for tat. You try to go tit for tat with that team right now, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're a better offense. They're, they're more developed. They're a couple of years ahead of us in regard to that. Go ahead, Jim. What were you saying? Yeah, no, they're, they're, I mean, they're clicking on all cylinders, basically, and, and, you know, they'd have to have some bad things happen, and Tua would have to take steps that we're not anticipating at this point to, to be able to go that route. Uh, but like you said, uh, you know, we have to expect Tua to play better than last year. Uh, we don't expect him to, you know, be Dan Marino by any means, but any football team that their quarterback isn't playing well isn't going too far. So, you know, he he, he does have pressure on him, and There's I'm sure he pressure knows pressure on him. Yep. And, you yep. know, he's had pressure on him his whole career. I don't think that's the problem, you know, that yep. he's going to have. I don't think the pressure is going to get to him. Uh, it's just a matter of if he has the ability to get his game to transfer to this level, and I think yep. he does. Yep. We, we got to see it, though. He does, that's for sure. Yeah, we got to abs- see it. We absolutely have to see it. I mean, so. he's top five pick in the draft. That's all we can expect, right? We got to expect improvement. We got to expect a different quarterback than what we saw last year. And if we don't have that, Well, listen, Lewis, here's the thing. We're going to have a different offensive coordinator, and I really believe that's going to make a big difference. Mm-hmm. And then you add the fact that he's now been a year removed from that surgery. Right. And he's got he's got he's got some playmakers as well. Yes, add that in as well. So I mean, there's no reason not to expect him to play better. Now, how much better? That's the question. Right. One of the it's got (laughs) it's got to be a couple of levels above what he played the second half of last or the end of last. Complete some passes twenty yards downfield. Yeah, that's all. You know. Well, yeah, that and a little bit. I mean, he's got Mike. He's got to he's got to make plays on the offensive side. That's the bottom line. You want him to carry the offense? Probably. He's probably not ready to do that. No, I want him to make four, five, six plays a game. That, that are going to help us win football games. And it wasn't there. We had it no. in one game. 
every other game. All right. Let's not know. make let's not yeah. make this the knock to hour. No, I, I, get, I, I agree with you. I we're mean, I agree knocking. with you. He has to play better. We all we all agree yeah. there. I'm not knocking him. I'm saying that he has to make five six plays. I you know you're uh, some games it may be more than that. Some yeah. games it may be less. You know, G- games mean, I, have different flows to them. Yeah, I'm not saying he has to carry us. I never said that either. I'm just saying that he has to make more than one play in a football game. He's got to make five or six throws Agreed. that that change. The, the, the outcome of football games. Well, let me just say this to you. I remember some games Marino went up to Buffalo and, you know, threw a zero, you know. So, I mean, it happens. So, yeah. you know, we, we've we've got to base his performance on the season and not micromanage, you know, each game is what I'm saying. Uh, because, you know, he could come out week one and stink and come back week two and play lights out. You just don't know. We've got to see. So with that, guys, uh, anything else you want to add? I think we pretty much covered the season. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did. Yeah. <laughs> Want to yes, talk playoffs? We, 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 we talked into 2022 just now, guys. Uh, yeah. How about that? That's a scary thought. Huh? Well, it, Lewis is 10 wins enough to make the playoffs. I, I, You know what? I think so. In the AFC, probably. I think so. I think 10 wins. And you know what? We may get to 11 wins. I mean, there's games on this schedule that um, – you know, I mean, we talked about the New Orleans game and the Tennessee game. Um, you know, those are games on the road that, that that are possible wins without a question of a doubt. And if that happens, and if you beat, you know, you go 7-1 and one at home, you can get to 11 wins. There's no doubt about it. I mean, all that takes is a win against one of the teams that we were thinking they might lose to, right? Yeah. We're, we're assuming Buffalo and, you know, possibly the Ravens. You know, uh, past them, I think we're winning every one of those other home games. So if we beat the Ravens at home, we're at seven and one right there. So, and right. I think that's very possible. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for joining me this evening. I know it's late. And uh, thanks everybody for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week. Fins up, guys. Fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Sports Social Podcast Network.